This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. My story is, is a raw deal to me, but everybody's is to them. My father, he was a master of all trades, a jack of all trades and really a master of none um, because he, he, in a previous lifetime, my father was a priest. He was a Catholic priest and he left the priesthood to marry my mother. He, um, he was a great person. Um, you know, we didn't have a great childhood because, you know, with, with dad, um, you know, it was very difficult for a single man in the 70s to raise four children and he'd a lot of help from his sisters. And if his sisters hadn't stepped in, we would probably have been taken and put into care. Um, he had cancer and uh, the cancer had spread throughout his entire system and he died quite peacefully. And I was quite at ease with my father dying because he um, he needed the peacefulness and he'd been in so much pain. And it was it was a relief to see him go because he, I, I just couldn't bear to see him suffer. Memories press between the pages of my mind. I remember my dad uh, used to bring us to the cinema on a Saturday afternoon. And sometimes we'd see James Bond films, <laughs> which I wasn't really into action adventure. But then we'd see Elvis films. And I fell in love with Elvis as a kid. That was my first form of grief when he died. I thought, but I was going to marry him. <laughs> like, Never mind that I was going to marry my daddy, I was also going to marry Elvis. <laughs> I'd had a very bad car accident in England when I was about four, maybe five, and my pelvis was shattered, my leg was shattered, my knee, my ankle, I was told, my parents were told I would never have children. So I always grew up thinking, I will never have children. When Chris was born, I just, I fell in love. And it, it was... It was a love you'd never experienced before in your lifetime. And I just looked at him when he was born. I went, oh, my God, he is just fabulous, you know. So I left I, I left the hospital. I'd say it was seven days you spent in hospital when you had a baby then. And I was back in work on the eighth day with the baby in the crib reading news. So um, my second child, Greg, was then born in 1987. And uh, he was born on the, uh, he was born in March, the, the 10th of March, 1987. And he died in June, uh, the 29th of June that year. And it was a cot death. So that kind of um, ended my relationship with Don. I couldn't cope. And then Don left me and I was left to mine Chris. And Chris was, was just tipping three years old. And we never spoke again. We completely lost contact. And I only found out that he actually died after um, Chris was starting secondary school. And Chris said, I want to see my dad. Because I'd always told him, if ever you want to see your dad, you tell me and I'll make that call. Don was working um, in Midlands Radio 3 at the time. And he, um, I, I made the call and I was told, I'm sorry, he's deceased. He died three months previous. I found that very hard to swallow and... Uh, but I still had to tell Chris. He became very disturbed, very troublesome, but eventually, in time, came to accept it. 
in the meantime, I had another. Ch- I was. I had gone. In, I was in another relationship. And my son Jamie was born, and uh, you know, life tipped along, and I went back to work. Um, so it's you know, it's it's been a bit of a roller coaster. I'd always told my children travel, go on, go see the world. And Crystal loved to go on holidays. He, he was like me. He loved the heat. He came home and told me that he was going to Australia. He was getting a working holiday visa. And he was going to head out to Australia for a year. Um, himself and his girlfriend wanted to build a house and they wanted to get married and they wanted to have kids and all this. And I went, go for it. And I was going to work one Friday morning and I was doing breakfast at the time. And he said, um, he rang me. And of course, you shouldn't answer your phone. But I knew it was an Australian call and I was not going to take this. And he said, Mom, I'm coming home. I'm not happy. I miss everyone. I miss Megan. I miss Jamie. I miss Laura. I miss you. He said, I, and this was coming up to the Australia Day weekend. It was January 2009. I said, look, Chris, you're only there at the guts of three months, you know, October, November, December, early January. I said, just give it some time. He said, no. He said, it's bank holiday weekend here. He said, I'm going to forward my ticket on Tuesday and I, I'm going to come home. So he went up to his mate's house that that evening in Perth. He went up and he went on his friend's computer and he started looking at flights and he got a migraine. And it was one thing that he suffered terribly from was migraine headaches. So he said, look, do you mind if I lie down? I'll come back to this in a while. And he uh, woke up the next morning when they all arrived back in after a night out drinking and partying and whatever. And uh, there was a big party back in the house. And he got up and someone said, here, have a bottle of Budweiser. He took maybe two sips out of it and his migraine was coming back. So he said, no, I'm going home. So he left the house and basically um, one of the girls that was at the party offered him a lift home. Why he got into the car, I have no idea. And the car crashed. She lost control of the car, hit a curb, hit a tree and uh, the emergency services were called. So he was in the car for maybe an hour until they were cut out and they were all cut out, they were all injured and Chris was brought to the Royal Perth Hospital he just never regained consciousness and he died I deal with facts I take it one day at a time one day at a time because there's no point in going whys, ifs, maybes it's not going to change what's happened You've just got to deal with the fact that, okay, what do we do now? Still got two of them at home. Um, Well, Megan is 22 now and Jamie's 21. Chris would have been the man in their life. You know, it was a very raw deal for them as well because he was the big brother they looked up to. He was everything that they aspired to be. And they have to deal with that. Memories press between the pages of my mind. Memories sweeten through the ages just like wine. Quiet thoughts come floating down and settle softly to the ground like gold of autumn leaves. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. 
To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.